did you really break both your feet? Like, <laughs> so I'm definitely going to wear them out. I think you should wear once. test. It might be for, I think you should wear it, test. Them. I don't know. I might, I might, I'm thinking about it. It's like, it'd be really good for content. What is up everyone? And welcome back to the beyond kicks podcast. This is episode four. I'm Seth. If you're on the internet, you know me as same old sneakers. And I am Charlie, and if you're on the internet, you know me as Winona Kicks. Perfect. All right, where do we want to start? I'm sure we both have a lot to cover. I know you just got back from SneakerCon again, which seems to be a recurring yep. theme over yep. here. Tell <laughs> me about that a little bit. Yeah, so I just got back from uh, SneakerCon Dallas. It was a really good event. Um, I was pretty impressed with the turnout. It was one of those events that just... It was a two-day event, so we kind of never know on the two-day events, but True. it just it just turned out. I mean, it was like the, the venue actually itself was really big, which I thought was a big part in it. Um, and just the layout, like they had glass up top on the uh, convention center, so you had natural light in there, which That's I thought nice. was super nice. Yeah. Usually it's just fluorescent light or LED, and so I thought that was a really nice kick. And um, yeah, we got there. The day before it opened, we kind of saw it all getting set up. Um, all the sponsors showed out. I mean, it was we were in the hotel right next door, so we were kind of at the event. So convenient all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the best part is um, being right next door because then you can go drop off stuff. And um, the only problem is the Uber from the airport to the hotel was like twenty five minutes, so it's kind of spendy. Yeah. But it is what it is. And um, so the event day one was huge we had um rick flair popped out he was a big I name saw that. A super yeah. cool entrance shout out to cairo he made a video he's the uh videographer for sneaker con and he made an intro video of all his past clips and there was a walkout song and there's a smoke machine oh, and, and it was like the cool it was the coolest thing ever yeah. and so that really worked out re well and then he was walking up to the the mischief or the uh thinking too much about mischief boots now <laughs> to the sneaker con to the sneaker con uh merch table and uh they had a live stream going and you could see it on the big video screens and it was like straight out of wrestlemania like it was really cool and um so that was really cool and then soldier boy popped out he was a of big course. name because everyone knows him he's been at it forever now so he was just he got the crowd going up on stage. He was tossing out some stuff. He was signing stuff at the booth and stuff. So um, besides celebrities, it was like, I mean, just the attendance was really good. And you can kind of tell with how long the line is and how long there actually is a line. And the line was, there was still a line to get in at probably three o'clock, which is like three hours into the event. Yeah. Like it, it was good. It was just, I don't think I have any complaints about it. The only thing I would say was, there was too many people because it was too dense. And so when you're walking in between tables and some sections of the convention center, it's not like three people wide where you can pass people. It's like if somebody's going slow to like look at stuff and you're trying to get content or trying to buy something True. or trying to go back to a booth, you can't go past them because it's so dense and there were so many people. And I've never had that at an event before, yeah. which is just like, I think it's a good look for SneakerCon because, um, I mean, the market's kind of the economy's who really knows what's going on. And so place, it's yeah. really it's yeah. And so it's really good that people are popping out, buying shoes. I mean, we had some big deals. We there's a pair, a bunch of pairs of Louis Air Forces sold for 10, 12 grand. Yeah. I mean, I was a witness to the sale. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just it was good. It was really good. There was a lot of really fun boosts. There was a lot of dogs there, too, which interesting like the animal dogs, which I thought was really cool. And there was even a kangaroo there. I saw that. Some that guy, blew my mind. I don't know who posted yeah, that, but I was some like, guy, what the heck? Well, it was actually posted on the SneakerCon Instagram yeah. page. And it eventually got taken down after about an hour because we aren't 100% sure on the laws revolving owning a kangaroo in the state of Texas, which I think it's legal. Yeah. And they just didn't want to like publicize like, this is a sneaker convention. Bring your giraffes That's and kangaroos. And like, <laughs> so there was a lot of other pages, like the Soul Local Boys posted about it. But it was, and JaVale McGee showed up and he was holding it. Yeah. And, I mean, it was just, 
there's obviously you don't see kangaroos every yeah. day. So you don't want to open up the floodgates cool, to, hey, bring all your exotic animals. Come shop for sneakers. Like Exactly. You you really don't. I mean, the dogs are the dogs are kind of like I didn't know that you could even bring dogs. Like there was service dogs, but there was like Frenchies and really like German shepherds and like not service dogs, but people like having them, which I love dogs. So I thought it was really cool. And, Same. Um, but yeah, the uh, the kangaroo was pretty funny. Yeah, no, that's hilarious. But especially when it's like such a crowd of people, that would stress me out bringing like a dog around all of that. I'd be like, uh, exactly. I don't know. Yep. It's yep. not for me, but if so, if you have to bring your dog everywhere, I guess <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Um, how was the, I know private selection was there too. Did you get to check out their booth and every, all these new sneakers coming out? Of course, of course, yes. Private Selection had, uh, I actually got to go to see the Private Selection store because it was their hometown event. Yeah. And so I got to check it out in the mall. And then Scotty even gave us a tour of their office space, which they had their podcast set up. They had all the behind the scenes shoes. They had a barber shop in there. It was really cool to see because um, just to see how such a big company runs their mojo essentially they're getting their stuff done and i mean it it was there was a lot of stuff going on in there but it was really cool to see because you see i mean certain sets on the internet and stuff and i mean i have a whole apartment but you see like this one section and so it's like you see a bunch of boxes behind them on their whatnot streams and then you can actually see there's like 10 times as many boxes stacked up than like they have on the stream so that's crazy i mean it was the office was really cool because we're doing the podcast and to see the podcast studio but the actual booth at the event, we kind of helped set up a little bit, and they had every early pair you can think of. I mean, it was anything from the eBay dunks to the Ama Manier 4s mm-hmm. to the Lost and Founds to, I mean, really anything you can think stuff. of. And they had a lot of, like, GR not really stuff as well, which was pretty cool to see. Like, they had some UNC dunk highs. I've noticed that. They've been posting some more general release stuff and, like, some more mm-hmm. under-the-radar sneakers on their Instagram page. And I I like that, mm-hmm. you know? It gives people a look into what to expect and what they can find, like, anybody can find. It's not just these highly sought-after sneakers that, hey, if you're at the booth, that's probably the only time you're going to see them. Like, it's kind of cool. I appreciate that. Exactly. And they're not going to be super expensive when they come out. And I mean, a lot of them like the lost and found Jordan ones, they're who knows the price, but they're going to be four or 500 bucks. I mean, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's cool to see like GRs that haven't come out yet. Um, But yeah, their booth was crazy as always. So, I mean, that was definitely a, a highlight of the show for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Cool. So what's new with you, man, man, just been staying busy grinding away (laughs) this past week i met up with my friend uh keith dorsey he actually runs out of atlanta it's called the collab studio they have a collab house they used to have and that's where they started and it was kind of a essentially atlanta's version of like the hype house in la but specifically curated for black creators in atlanta to give them a platform and a voice to you know just collab with each other Mm -hmm. which is awesome so they just left the they had a mansion in atlanta but you know i mean you can only do so much with a mansion apparently Mm -hmm. so he ended up (laughs) getting this huge warehouse space if you're familiar with atlanta it's like near the old brave stadium turner field so they just have this massive Mm -hmm. warehouse space and they're building it out it's still in the kind of beta phase of how everything's supposed to look they just got done building this huge white wall that they're going to use for a lot of videos and photos. And I posted a photo of that the other day on my Instagram, but he was just giving me a tour around the studio, getting to check out all the behind scenes stuff. It's going to be insane in the next few months or year down the road. Cause he's already sponsored by monster energy drink, Apple, TikTok, wow. like all these huge companies, Apple wow. yeah, coming together and Apple's going to be, you know, helping them out with computers and monitors, whatever it may be. I know he's working with LG too to get one of those huge like light LED screens that a lot of studios have. So it was just super cool. Thinking of I'm thinking of the unbox 
therapy studio yeah. they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's on their podcast setup. So if you're trying to get a visual of that, that's what I'm thinking yeah, of currently. That's exactly it too. So in the next few months when things finally get rolling, it's gonna be a crazy hub for all creators in Atlanta to just, you know, if you know them, or I'm sure there's gonna be some way where you can reach out to Keith and his team, but it's just gonna be this open space for creators where they can just go and film content where i mean if you're like me and you're in a just an apartment you don't really have all of these you know assets of just being in a huge warehouse so it's kind of cool uh we talked some business and some things we're working on later down the road which i'm excited about and i'll talk about it you know probably in the next few weeks but yeah it was just mm -hmm. a super cool space and just being around fellow creators especially in atlanta like it's just super cool and i'm excited to see this relationship between me and him flourish down the road um aside from that i got a lot of well i guess i can say a lot of sneakers this past week but a uh, sneaker knockers <laughs> sent me nine pairs of the new air jordan 9 fire reds it's fitting <laughs> I, I opened the box and i was like ah, there's nine nines this is great um sadly yeah. i didn't really have the space to shoot all nine pairs i wish i would have talked to keith about it and go stop by the studio lay out all nine pairs get some cool photos and videos mm -hmm. but sadly just the turnaround time for that box it was like a day i think i only really had a day or two to shoot all the content so i got the box shot everything mm -hmm. i could ship them out but those were really cool the one thing i will say about the air jordan 9 fire reds that are coming out as far as quality control goes, this pair seems way better than anything else that's really? released. Because I know a lot of the, you know, just Air Jordans that they're releasing, you know, a lot of numbers on. Like, the just quality is not there. Mm -hmm. The stitching is off. There's glue stains everywhere. Some of the suede, like, is a different kind of tint to it than the rest of the shoe. So that I really liked. The shoe itself is not really for me because I can't pull off nines. Uh, if you are a fan mm -hmm. of nines, I will say they do fit true to size. And you know, it's a cool colorway. I feel like when you look at the fire red nines, it looks like a shoe that should be a retro. Like it doesn't look like anything super crazy new. It looks like a shoe that just straight out of the 90s, which is kind of cool. but. Yeah, aside from that. Yeah, the coloring definitely on those yeah. is definitely retro. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of the newer iterations of these retros coming out don't have that look. They look like, you know, just something new that Jordan Brand's trying to push out. But, yeah, I appreciate it. The patent leather was nice. The leather was nice. Mm -hmm. Just quality control in general. Reminds me of... The the patent leather on those reminds me a lot of the cool gray eleven. Exactly. Is that color kind of similar to those? It was. It was honestly identical. I don't even think you could tell the okay. difference. I forget the other. They probably shoe. they probably just took it from exactly. that shoe. Yeah, but there's someone was saying it was an identical combination between the cool grays, and then there was another Jordan nine that released back in two thousand four. I think that they were comparing it to essentially the same shoe but instead of red it was navy and instead of patent leather it was suede so after looking at those two photos i was like you know it's a perfect blend between the two so i thought it was cool mm -hmm. pretty neat shoe definitely not what i was expecting to get but you know yeah. what can you do pretty cool stuff um aside from that nothing really crazy on my end just been trying to relax kind of taking a step back from content especially on tiktok because i was really posting two to three times a day now i'm just kind of taking a step back analyzing all my content and kind of just seeing what works and just taking a little bit of a breather because when you're doing it i'm curious that much it gets I'm, exhausting yeah right? it is a lot and that's kind of how i started was i was just posting a ton mm -hmm. right off the bat and kind of finding your lane I'm curious what you're analyzing, what you're going to keep going with, what you're not going to keep going with. Because I've seen every one of your videos on TikTok. I mean, I appreciate that. I, 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 you're, so I, I unfollowed everybody on TikTok because there was a glitch where I couldn't send. You know how when you're sending a TikTok, yeah. you can't, like you hit send and then like 
the most recent names pop up right away. So annoying. The only person I really send TikToks to is my girlfriend. Yeah. And Same, so and I send her way too many. Yeah. Yeah. I send her way too many and then we'll get together like after about a week and we'll watch them and whatever. But it's, I can't. So I was following, I don't know, five, 600 people. Yeah. And her name would never pop up, so I'd have to swipe all the way to the right, hit next, yep. and then she'd be at the top. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to try to fix this. And so I unfollowed everybody on TikTok. Yeah. And then I got a few DMs. Like, I didn't even know people, like, realized, like, or, like, like I don't think I've ever gone through my people that are following me and, like, see somebody that disappears. And then, like, notice it. So I had a few people that were like, why did you stop following me on TikTok? And I was like... I didn't even know that was like people cared about. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it, and I was just like, couldn't send my girlfriend TikToks. Well, now I can. So it, it worked. Yeah. But you're like, I think I follow like seven people now, and you're like the only actual content creator <laughs> I follow. So every one of them, I go to my following my following tab, and every video is yours. I'm, so I'm watching all of them. So I'm honored. Yeah. Talk through that if you want to a little bit about kind of what you're thinking of keep going with because yeah. I'm sure the listeners are definitely watching that as well and they want to know definitely, what to expect. Definitely. So I've been experimenting the past few days because I noticed TikTok has really been pushing kind of like the Instagram carousel posts where you just have like a lot mm -hmm, of photos mm -hmm. and music behind it. So trying to kind of develop my own version of that, something that's just unique for me, whether it's posting, you know, photos of early shoes or memes i'm not that creative when it comes to memes i wish i was because i know those blow up because my girlfriend constantly sends me memes on tiktok in that format and after like the third or fourth one i was like wait these all have crazy views and crazy likes so like the engagement is definitely there so it's something i'm still experimenting with and trying to figure out how i can make it unique to me but mm -hmm. i don't know i'm still trying to figure everything out i know in the past i did a lot of just sneaker related news and talking about new pairs i still want to do that mm -hmm. but maybe not to the extent as i was before because before it was really that was all my content was so kind of just going to be a little more picky with the pairs that i choose to cover and just pairs that i personally think are exciting because a lot of the pairs i covered in the past it's like okay now you can release another pair of dunks. Let's cover the dunks again because obviously yeah, if you make videos on dunks and Jordans, it's going to get views. But, you know, it kind of gets old. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really reflect the shoes that I'm interested in as a content creator or just sneaker enthusiast. So trying to be more picky and choosy with that. Um, really lean into the early pairs because no one else is really doing that on TikTok. And make, you know as mm -hmm. much content as I can around the early pairs I get, you know, try and get two to three videos out of it if I can, because it's just show the people what they want to see, get some up close shots, quality, let them see all the different lace options. If I get that, because a lot of the early pairs, you know, you don't get everything, which is a bummer, but you know, you take what you can yep. get. Um, and I've kind of stepped away from making YouTube videos in general, because I just find more joy in making a 30 to 40 second TikTok covering every detail of the shoe instead of stretching it into a three, four, five minute video where I'm just kind of blabbering on about all the different aspects of the shoe that really don't matter. So if I can just break it all down to a 30, 40 second clip, I just think it's more interesting and I find it more enjoyable too. So still working on it, yep. but we'll figure it out eventually. That's interesting because I... YouTube is like if you want to have like a long-term career as of now YouTube's kind of the path for that true and it's changing because TikTok and YouTube's really focusing on shorts now and two and they're really putting a lot of money at that but it's it's interesting because I was thinking the exact same thing like I'm constantly because I've experienced burnout before because I've been at it for three years now or whatever it's been and I know that if I post too much I'm gonna burn out yeah which I've seen creators when I was starting with probably 20% of the people that I started with when I was making content, like other sneaker creators are still doing it now. And that's like chance that's yeah. gigamist that's sneaker kingdom. Like the guys that I hang out with because we've all been making content the same amount of time. And so it's, but there's other people 
other people that are not doing it anymore because they burned out or whatever the case is and they did it for a year but they either posting too much or couldn't keep up with it so i'm constantly like and i and i want to have fun with it too so i'm constantly trying to balance you having fun what i actually want to post you have to enjoy what you're making exactly you're not then exactly exactly yeah and so it's trying to constantly like what's going to get views what's actually like going to spark somebody to like it or comment and then like what do i actually like posting and i think of it a lot as i have a lot going on when i'm thinking about making content but one of the things i think about a lot is building a brand and the difference between a theme page and an actual creator influencer, whatever you want to call it. And so I'm always thinking of like, if I was just posting and I'm thinking about this with you too, is the first video I think of every time I think of like something where you involve somebody else's content is the denim customs that you did the duet on and you provided a personality to it. Like it was interesting if I'm not mistaken, it did pretty well on Instagram. Did decent, like, yeah. It it sparked a lot. Yeah, of and that's something that's which I liked. You and know? that's something that's super interesting, where you could put your personality into it, and it's not like a heavily edited video or anything like that. Where the Jordan Nine unboxing, like you had a lot of different camera angles mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where it took a little longer, but constantly trying to get that personality in there as long as, as well as like the value for the creator, and so it's it's tricky because i mean there's so many different things you can think about but it's i'm always thinking about that like where i'm doing an unboxing or talking about something or some selling pairs of my collection like why would somebody even like would i watch this if it came up on my for you page like like would somebody else watch this because if they're not then it's like why even post it kind of so it's tricky i'm gonna i'm gonna be interested to follow you and uh Keep seeing with my co-host yeah. and stuff. So. Still trying to figure it out. Uh, you said, or you mentioned a lot of creators falling off, and there have been some pretty big mm-hmm. ones recently that I've noticed that just completely stopped posting, and it's just crazy to me. Even uh, the sneaker channel, he hasn't posted since March, maybe. Well, I think it's been, uh, when was the uh, Atlanta State? It was probably convention. right after that. Yeah, I don't because I, I think when that was. I think that was more in the summer, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So it's been like probably uh, three or four months. I think but. that was July. Yeah, I think he posted some interviews. I was in one of them, and then, and that's kind of the only reason I realized that is because I was like in one of the videos yeah, yeah. and stuff. And um, yeah, it's interesting because though that channel in specific, like they have done this where it's they post a lot of stuff for like two weeks and it's really high quality stuff and it gets a ton of engagement and then they usually go dormant for like two three weeks but not this long so i mean they have really good numbers they have a really good that's why i was confused and i reached out to him on instagram i was like hey man like you good like where'd you go what's up man but hasn't said anything yet i mean i don't know hmm. sneaker and we were actually just talking about uh Exactly. I I definitely want you back. (laughs) But I was talking about in Dallas, there's another, I don't know if you know who P-Town Kicks is. Not familiar. No. That's probably because you're too new. Yeah, exactly. exactly. uh, He's he's been like the big Minnesota name. Okay. And he's been at it for years. He was going to sneaker cons like three, four years ago. And the last time he posted was September of last year. And he has gone completely dormant reselling i mean he did everything and he's a huge personality on social media and i love watching his stuff because it's just so funny and it's so personable and chance was even saying um that p-town is like one of the people that made him get into content creation and stuff and i mean he has hundred thousand plus followers on instagram and just completely fell off the face of the earth so it's like yeah it's it's weird i mean that's like i don't want to do that i think the biggest thing I get a lot of DMs that are like either give me a free pair of shoes or how do I start doing the sneaker content? Man. And so <laughs> I tell you the amount of comments and DMs I got when I opened the box of nine Jordan 9s 
just <laughs> every single comment bro give me a pair bro come on you got an 11 and i'm like guys these are not my shoes that's always how it is i wish that's always how it is if i could give every one of those pairs away to the people that support me on tiktok and instagram i would over the moon that's all i want to do but that's funny. maybe one day but, but yeah, so I get DMs either like that or I get DMs like, how have you done this? And the, the only thing I tell them is consistency. And that's literally what I stick to is because you'll either get super involved in the numbers, which I've been there. I look at the numbers intensely. And yeah. now I just, I couldn't tell you the last time I went into my TikTok analytics. Like, yeah, it might not be growing. It might be going backwards. It might be going up. I don't know. But it's like, if you keep posting Mr. B says it's the best video possible that you possibly can. That's all you can do. And you really give yeah. it a lot of thought. Eventually, it's going to happen. Like, and that's exactly what I've thought. Like, I didn't think sitting in my dorm freshman year of college trying to make a reselling page, I would be making content and going to sneaker con a couple of years later. It's just the crazy. And I realize that more and more every day. Like, I guess the one hurdle to me even starting making content was just nervous like you know what are people gonna say what are mm -hmm. my friends gonna think is it cheesy always is it not and then just i don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> when i start like it could take a year it could take two years it could take five years for anything to come from it mm -hmm. but i realize more and more every day like every single day over the past probably two months something has happened that's like just another milestone that i wasn't expecting to achieve or like someone follows me on instagram that i never thought would follow me like someone dms mm -hmm. me someone like i start a conversation with all these people that i just never thought i'd be talking to and it's like okay it's literally just a waiting game you just got to keep grinding put your head down make the best content you possibly can and you're gonna be blown away with what comes from it and it's not going to be yeah, it's, what happens to you is not going to be what happens to me. And what happens exactly. to, you know, Chance, what happens to Dom, yeah. <laughs> what happens to Alex, all these other creators. We're all on different paths and there's always like an opportunity is going to present itself to any of us and it's going to be crazy. But I don't know. It's just so cool. And that's you just you hit on a good point that I've thought a lot about in the past and I know certain people that you just mentioned have thought about this a lot in the past just when talking with them is they are very they compare them themselves and their own numbers to other people in the same niche yeah. and i've done it a lot it's so hard not you to, really though, think about you know? yeah you think about we're both kind of on the level of where we try to post really high quality high-end videos and put a lot of editing into it yeah. and some people just rip out their phone and do it that way and both work there's a place for both yeah. that's just what we like and i think i mean that's like if i put my name on something or i mean even with the hats and stuff i wanted it to be the highest quality i could get from a manufacturer because that's kind of what my content was like and so it, that's a big thing is just not just sticking sticking in your own lane in a sense which sounds kind of bad but like Focus on what other people's people are posting because it's it's good to get ideas and spark oh, yeah. conversations I even, with them. But I can't even begin to dive into probably how much inspiration I've taken from your videos or anybody else's <laughs> in the sneaker space. Like just especially just starting out, it doesn't hurt to just copy someone else's style or like and try out different types of content and just see what works for you and what you like making. Like I've made content on my phone. I've made content on my camera. Mm -hmm. I've made content with this, just my phone camera, whatever it may be. Like there's so many mm -hmm. different options and I just think it's so cool. Like you don't need all this equipment. Exactly. You can just do it on your phone and it's cool. Um, yeah. I do want to segue this in because we are going to be, starting interviews yes this next episode and so very excited all this content talk if you like this definitely tune in on our next episode because we are going to be bringing a large creator to the podcast for an interview which is going to be interesting because we could talk about all this stuff with them yeah and a big thing that we've both talked about with interviews is 
actually asking in interesting questions and not just the regular press conference interviews like how'd you play the game like how's your content been yeah. like where have you been like tell us your story like we're gonna be like how much money do you make like <laughs> what kind of brain deals like, what's like, up? like i want to know what makes what, them tick and like exactly you know, like i just think how can you afford to have 100 pairs in your collection yeah like you're 21 years old and like different like different questions that i have on my mind and i know seth does too yeah. and it's like so, what we were, we were talking about this the other day and it's just giving all these different creators a platform to actually talk about themselves mm -hmm. where a lot of the times when you're making short form content and even long form content you don't get the opportunity to just talk about you and your journey as mm -hmm. a creator and i just think it's it's important people want to know there's so many creators that I watch and I'm just like, I want to know how you got here. What makes you tick? Like what's actually going yeah, on? Yeah, Exactly. I just think it's so fascinating. Mm -hmm. uh, exactly. Yeah. To bring it back to what you were saying earlier though, my one year anniversary of making content is in two days Ooh. and I'm very excited about it. To be fair, That's I did huge, take man. a six, six month break. So technically it's only <laughs> six months of making content. But a year ago in right. two days, I posted my first TikTok. And, you know. That's huge. Moving along. I'm excited about it. That's cool. I'll have to make a video That's thanking really cool. everybody or something. We'll have to come up with something creative. Now you got me curious. I'm going to check uh, the first day I posted a video. Because after a year, I kind of lost count. Right. It's going to take me a no, second. I don't know That's, how many uh, videos I've made. That would be another interesting analytic to throw out there. It's more about like figuring out the steps forward. Like you took the six months off. I'm sure you thought a lot about content during that. I know you're listening to the Colin Smear podcast. Oh, yeah. Like you're definitely, it's on your mind. Like, <laughs> so and then one day I was just going like, to be, I have to do this again. I have to do this. Again. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, just scrolling back on mine right now, videos I was making a year ago, two years ago, or nothing like I make now. Isn't that a lot crazy? Of them were just like, what shoes in my collection? Like what shoes in this shelf yeah. right here? And the meaning behind these, how much do these go for? Man, just looking back like, to like my first probably 30, 40 videos, it's so cringe. But I mean, if you're not <laughs> cringing over your first videos, you're not doing it right. You know, that just shows that you've grown. I mean, I'm <laughs> you've grown, you know. Minor, uh, all the selfie camera on my phone in my really, really bad looking room that I had. With my, <laughs> <laughs> the cheap ass like frat house that we had with a bunch of buddies. Oh, yeah. That's so I'm crazy. Still scrolling here. I'm getting You'll close. You'll get there. Uh, but yeah, dude, I'm, interesting. I'm so excited to have guests on. I think it's going to be so fun and it's going to be really interesting content that you guys are going to want to hear. Also, we mm -hmm. might... I don't know how we should do it. I kind of want to announce who the guest is a few days before and let I think people so. ask questions and then we'll kind of dig through them and, you know, just vet and see which questions we think are going to be the most interesting. What do you think about doing that? I think that's very smart. Yeah. Yep. I, I especially since the first couple of guests are going to be people that we know personally. Yeah. I think it's going to be easier if we ask the audience for questions because a lot of this stuff I already know, but the audience might not know True. or you already know. And so it's like, if we are just completely blind to it right off the bat, cause like we already know it, like the audience might want to know it and we'll get that with. And we'll forget to ask questions. Cause a lot of it, I mean, you know, want to exactly. get the most value out of it. We can. All right. I made it to the bottom. My first video was posted on nine twelfth, September 12th, 2020. Not so bad. Two, two just hit. years yeah, ago? Yeah, just hit it. So the first year, not a lot happened. So keep that in mind. <laughs> That's always the craziest thing because you're always, uh, always going to be in your head, especially when you just start out. You're going to post a video. It's going to get a few views, and you're going to psych yourself out, and then you're going to be 10 videos. Mm -hmm. Maybe some of them have views, and maybe some don't, but... It's just consistency. It's like Charlie was saying earlier. It's all about consistency. You stay consistent at it, and it's if it's a really bad product, 
don't stay consistent because then you're just a crazy person. Yeah. It's like hitting your head against a brick wall. Don't like, be scared to try like, something new either, you know? Yeah, like exactly what you've been thinking about. Like if you try something new and like you know it's good content. I know it's good content because I remember when I was starting, I had people that were huge that were saying, this is good. Keep at it. Like I know that with you because it's actually interesting to watch. Yeah. You just keep at it. Like one person that's been really – Keep going on this. One person that's been really interesting to watch is AD Sneakers oh, dude. on Instagram. And I think it's AD Sneaks actually yeah. is the at. And his stuff is like beautiful. Mainly photos, which beautiful. is not been not been pushed a lot on Instagram. He's really only on Instagram and he's a teacher. He's a dad. It's a really interesting story. And he hits the personality angle a lot. But I remember when he was at five thousand followers and he was posting the same stuff he is now, and I was like I don't know how this isn't doing good. Like this is professional level stuff. Yeah. Like it's going to, and sure enough, he kept going with it, kept going with it. And a year later, he just surpassed a hundred thousand on Instagram. I think he's at 110,000. He's grown like a, it's grown like a weed right now. Yeah. Like, he's really popping off. And it's been really interesting to see because like he knew it was good. I knew it was good. Everyone knew it was good. The, the audience just didn't join in on it yet. Yeah. So just keep at it. I love it. Awesome. You want to dig into some sneakers? Yes. Let's talk about some shoes. I love it. And I kind of want to try this. It is a sneaker podcast. Yeah. Try this new format. Well, we'll just go over some early shoes or sneakers that are releasing soon. Maybe scale it one to 10 for both of us, whether we like it, dislike it, Mm -hmm. and then just kind of rapid fire it and just move through this list. I do have... uh... My heater is kicking on, so I don't know if there's going to be a low hum oh, in the background. Oh, dude, wait. Bef- <laughs> I know we were just talking about yeah. that. <laughs> My heater <laughs> just shut off, actually. Before we do this, we have to talk about those crazy boots behind you. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. I did, too. So <laughs> I just got, uh, if you didn't know, I'm t- we're talking about the new Mischief AC1. The Aircast 1 is the official name of them. And... Uh, I didn't realize I was actually getting sent them. I Most of the stuff that they've released in the past, I've been sent. But this is like the highest retail that they've had on a shoe. It's a $450 retail. <laughs> it's a very interesting product. But um, if you are watching the video, I got a close-up. I just posted a video on them right now. Uh, today, it's going to be going up on TikTok. I posted yesterday on Instagram. And uh, I'm going to be posting stuff, a couple more on these this week because – I'm going to get questions about them and I'm just going to react to the questions and they have some rubber on the bottom so you can actually like wear them. But I did try them on last night and they are very uncomfortable once you actually strap them in really? because it's, it's this, that was super loud for the audio listeners, <laughs> sorry, um, the, the plastic separates and so there's a, there's like a inner lining that you could take out like a booty almost and the plastic separates and so when you crease it like the plastic bends in a really weird uh, way that was going to be my first and question so it's, yeah and so i haven't actually like worn them out i was thinking of almost doing a wear test on them which i don't know if i have the balls to do that because i'm going to get some really weird looks i'm going to have to ask answer a lot of questions on like did you really break both your feet like <laughs> so i might uh I'm definitely going to wear them out. I think you should wear them. It might be for... I think you should wear test them. I don't know. I might. I might. I'm thinking about it. It's like, it would be really good for content. It would be really bad for like day-to-day life. So I don't don't know yet. But I'm definitely going to wear them at least for Halloween. Yeah, because... that would be great. They would actually like... They would actually... I was talking to my girlfriend and she's like, you could wear those for Halloween. Like you could be like broken feet man something (laughs) yeah so we're gonna figure it out but yeah they're uh they're really interesting and they also come in this if you're watching you can see the big box the box was huge like was not expecting it to be that big but yeah if you want to see some more content on those then i'm going to be posting it throughout the weekend so very exciting stuff mischief mischief back at it again with some crazy pairs as always but yeah they're huge they're huge. It's they insane. Are. That was my first initial thought when I saw people starting to get the packages in of them. I was like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do with this? <laughs> Where are you going to put this? Because I know in my apartment, <laughs> I'd be like, what do I do with this? 
it, that's interesting because I'm actually uh, now that I've gotten back, I I got a couple more pairs at SneakerCon that I was not expecting to have, and the time has come where I need to downsize again. Yeah. So I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be going through my collection today and kind of figuring out what pairs I need to sell. And I really just I got too many pairs again. I literally just don't have room for them. Like I don't live in that big of an apartment. Yeah. Like there's weird like like display toys I have as well. Like I have the the Tesla RC truck yeah, yeah, that I got like a while ago that has like an inch of dust on it that I just like could sell it for like a hundred bucks. Like I just need to get rid of it because I literally have no room for it. And so true. the shelf is going to be changing a little bit. The good new balances I'm going to be keeping. But I mean, if I keep getting stuff like the mischief boots, I'm going to be swimming in shoes. So <laughs> yeah, they are big. They're probably, they're probably just going to sit exactly That's like they are the now because place. yeah, I don't think I'll ever like, maybe I'll wear them out, but like, I don't know. It's just a, it's a really bizarre one. They've definitely, uh, their marketing company is what I think of them as they really do really weird marketing concepts. And that's kind of why I like it. Cause I'm in that field a little bit for work, yeah. but it's interesting to watch, but I'm, I didn't even know these were coming out. Usually I kind of have an idea of from the people at mischief, like what's coming out next, like the gob stoppers, like, kind of had an idea before they came out and was expecting them and stuff but these were just kind of a shot in the dark they just posted about them and yeah they're cool so if you have any ideas of content you want to see on them then definitely shoot me a damn dm or comment on uh the video and i'll try to get to it i'm feeling a 45 day wear test but that's just me um <sighs> i don't know about that yeah, <laughs> i was that thinking like crazy. a week if nah, i was gonna do it nah, you gotta put it to the <laughs> test man uh, but it's yeah. supposed to. It's probably gonna start snowing. It was snowing when I flew out to Dallas. So if it, was it snows really? more than, yeah, I don't know how these would work. Yeah, I don't know about all snow, that. So I don't know about all that. <laughs> but uh, but I know you did just yeah, get a ton so. of new sneakers in. I want to cover that, but we probably don't have time to today. So next episode we can nope, dive that's into totally everything good. you got. Um, now I guess we can dive into some new shoes. So. Let's get into it. So explain the new format you were talking about as well. Yeah, so I want to kind of rapid fire shoes, just find probably like five to ten pairs of shoes that are coming out, talk about them a little bit, and then both of us scale them one to ten, whether we like it, whether we don't. And yeah, I think it's about it. Ten seconds worth of thoughts. Easy. We're going to go quick at these. I love it. So if you're a fan of Dunks, you are going to love this. So Nike is finally re-releasing the Kentucky and Syracuse Dunks. I think it's yes, the sir. first time since when? It was 2020 when they originally released? I believe I think so. so. I think so. Yes. Yeah, so they were released on November 10th or November 1st for a retail price of 110 What do you think about these? Where would you put them? Are they releasing for the 110 still? Yeah. It's that's schedule. What it, well, that's yes. what it says, but... Which I think Nike, super quick thoughts on this. Nike has realized people don't like the quality of the dunks they've been releasing and they're going to release good quality dunks for the original retail price, which now dunk retail prices have been going up. We've seen with the premiums that just came out. True. I'm super happy about it. I know the people that have them right now and we're thinking about them as an investment. Yeah. are not happy about it so what do you think about them Ah, uh, i like them i'm just nervous because i don't know if they're going to be good quality or not that's the main thing if, that was my thought yep. if they're good quality i'll give it a 10 great shoes two mm -hmm. great shoes easy to wear people love them if it's the same quality as the original release exactly yes but if it's worse if it's the new material i'm gonna drop it yep. low <laughs> it's gonna be like a four if it's like bad exactly. quality what are you thinking 100% I think about that. I 100%. All right, so we got another Dunk Low. We're going to keep it, you know, in the same family. Mm -hmm. So we have the Nike Dunk Low Canyon Rust in Valerian Blue. What do you think about these? So this is actually the first time I'm looking at them. I like the look of them. Obviously, we're just talking about material. Any of the new material Dunks, I've never actually owned a pair because I knew I would never wear them with the quality. Same. A stickler on that. So cool colors, not for me. Um, trying to look for a retail price. I'm not seeing any. I'm assuming it's 110. So cool yeah. colors. I just, yeah, not for me. Where would you what scale you? I would say 
six out of ten. I was probably thinking not, the exact uh, same. They just don't get me interested. It's a cool shoe. I mean, looks great, easy to wear. You know, mm-hmm. not for everybody. All right, next up we have Todd Snyder bringing back his New Balance Ooh. collaboration uh, on the two thirty seven. I'm not familiar with this model. I don't know if it's new or old. I'm not either. Um, very excited about these. I think the quality looks great. Actually, some of my mm-hmm. probably all-time favorite New Balances are the Todd Snyder New Balance 997s, I believe, that released back in 2020. Super basic shoe, mm-hmm. great silhouette. I love those. Because of this, I know the quality is going to be great. 10 out of 10. I like it. I don't know if I can pull off this silhouette. Of 10, interesting. I don't know if I can pull off the silhouette. But I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm, uh, I believe the other, he released a 992, didn't he? I believe so. That one I've always had my eyes on. I've never actually had them. I've always liked them. That's kind of how I got introduced to his name a little bit. Yeah. Um, I love them. Uh, materials are definitely interesting. It, the, the toe box has like a really, really smooth either nubuck or satin i can't really tell from these photos yeah. they're kind of a grainy effect on them but i maybe it is satin now that i'm looking at the other ones but i the materials look crazy like you i'm not familiar with the model but i do like it it is more of any of the new balances with the giant n on the side yeah i've never really been a fan of i agree but uh i do love the exposed foam on the tongue i would give these an 8.3 out of 10. I was about to say, I'll probably bump mine down to a 9 because now that you mention it, the big <laughs> N kind of throws me off. If it was smaller and more reminiscent of the 997s I was talking about because that one has a really yep. small N, I think it would look really cool. Um, they do blend it in pretty they well. Do. I they mean, do. It's not bad. Like you didn't even really notice it until I said I it. So it's obviously like, they you did know, a pretty good job. It's not too bad. So those release. You had to get, that, you had to get your scale back down to earth exactly. a little bit there. <laughs> so those released on October 25th via the sneaker raffle on, I believe it's New Balance's, or no, Todd Snyder's website. And then New Balance website on October 27th. Retail price is 130 So not too crazy. Um, pretty good price for those. Yeah, I think so. Next up, these I love, man. The Nigel Sylvester Air Jordan 1 High in black. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Solid. I've said it many, many, many times before. Maybe not on this podcast, yeah. but any all-black upper silhouettes I usually don't wear because I'm usually wearing a black T-shirt or black pants or shorts, so I just they don't work very well with my fits. That's fair. These are done very well. I think the aging that they have on them with the red sole. Kyle, the more I look at these, the more I like I them. them so that bad, swoosh man. is like an outline. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they have like pencil outlines on all the details, which I really like. There's cool aging. They look like he just was biking them around yeah. New York City and like scuffing them up like the original release. I would give these a straight 8 out of 10. That red sole is very nice. I agree. I will have you? to piggyback off you and say eight. As far as Jordans go, I think these look so great just because they are aged, scuffed a bit. The check on the toe mm-hmm. box looks really nice. Uh, the only thing I'm not sure about is like the outline around the Wings logo and the swoosh. I think it looks cool, mm-hmm. but I think I it like would that. look better if it was just a tra- traditional swoosh. But you know what can I say? I didn't design the shoe. Uh, but I like them. I like them. I think they're super cool. Definitely some cool details on them that make them not like a regular Jordan 1 high. like they Exactly. All right. Next up, we have the Air Jordan 2 Craft. You should be the one to spearhead this because I know you saw them at the private selection booth. What do you think about these? Yes. I like them. I like them. It's, you can see, you might not be able to see if you're watching this. The tongue comes up really high that was gonna be my question they're huge yeah they it comes up really high the size that they had at the booth was smaller um the materials are really nice obviously it's an early pair so we don't really know exactly how they're gonna come out at the official release Mm -hmm. some of the colors like the salmon color accents um the sole it's very i don't know it's just not not your color i like them a lot yeah, yeah, I just the salmon. I'm. It's hard to rock. I mean, like the Amam in year ones was just. I didn't wear them because it was just a little bit different of a burgundy or 
whatever you want to yeah. call that color. But this is same type of deal. It's just a different color that I don't think would work with my outfits very well. So I'm going to give it a 7.1 out of 10 because the materials are solid in hand. I'm sure. What about you? A lot of the twos, the materials have been amazing recently, which I love that. Exactly. Um, For me, I would probably give it about a six. If it was a low, I would love it. I think it'd be a cool summer exactly. shoe, like wear it to wear it on vacation when you're at the beach. Like it look, it would look great with a pair mm-hmm. of shorts. I just think it's cool. Color blocking solid. Not a fan of the snakeskin print that a lot of the twos have, but you know, it's a, it is what it is. Um, colorway, I think it's unique. Aside from that, I'd pass on it. But I wonder if we know when these come out yet. Uh, so so far it says these are a spring 2023 release and retail price is 170. It's a little higher on the retail. A little, price little bit, but not bad. And like you were saying with the tongue, that was the one thing I really noticed about this shoe that stuck out. Like that tongue is huge. I don't know if it I is. like that. It, and it just it, looks really high. It it's almost a full inch higher than the rest of the shoe in person. Like when you actually stretch it out like it's it's really tall oh yeah i'm looking at some other pictures now and you can it's definitely taller than that Mm -hmm. that's so Mm -hmm. weird yeah i don't mind them though keep in mind when you're buying these they're solid all right so this one's an interesting one new balance if you're familiar with the 990 line they constantly well not constantly i think this is the sixth version of the 990 every few years they update it add some new panels some new materials new technology but they just announced the 990v6 to me i don't really like the initial colorway which is weird because it's just that traditional gray new balance but mm-hmm. the midsole for these look like they would come off just any sort of like running shoe or trainer the color blocking for the midsole isn't for me on this pair but i'm really excited to see later on down the road when people start whether it's collaborating or New Balance's team starts adding different colorways, I feel like they could really make this midsole pop and just make it look a little more unique. But straight out at the gate, you know, this pair, it's decent. I'll give it a seven. What do you think? Like you, I've never liked the gray silhouette on these New Balance 990s. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan initially. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a fan of the 2002R really until the protection pack came out. That really changed my mind. That's fair. I don't like the silhouette color, so it's definitely going to be... I need to see different colors on them. That's me I just, too. It, something needs to chain, that change. That midsole is just kind of basic. It, to I me, mean, it looks like a shoe that you I would find in like just any kind of you know random shoe store. You could walk into Dick's Sporting Goods exactly. and find it, and right it's just now. like that. Like it's shoe. just a, it's the NPC New Balance. That's like it's such a not, good way to put it. So I could see Steve Jobs wearing this. Like 100%. I don't know. I mean, it, it, yeah. I'm gonna give it like a six point four. I gotta see some, see some different yeah. colorways once, first. Once we get some a little diversity into it, I think it'll be cool. But until then, mm-hmm. we'll see. All right, next up, we have the Air Jordan 4 Midnight Navy, I believe. Mm-hmm. These release really soon, right? Yeah, so October 29th for retail price of 210 Thoughts on these? Basic. They don't spark my interest that much. It seems pretty lazy. Yeah. Um, they're essentially a, a Jordan 4 white cement with exactly. blue instead of black accents. Exactly. Like dark blue navy. I. But it's that new shape. Like you get the new tongue, you get the new leather, you get that they've been doing on all the Jordan fours over the last year too. Jumpman in the back, not the Nike Air. I do like the red stitching on the Air Jordan tag on the inside of the tongue. Oh, I, do I didn't like even that. notice it's a that. Cool That's little be. contrasting detail. I love when they put red accents or orange accents or something like that. Oh, and there's red and on the, the sole. Also too, has. Yeah. Yep, yep. I do like that. Material looks like any other Standard. Jordan 4 yeah. that's come out recently. If you like blue and you've always wanted a blue Jordan 4 white cement, go for them. I'm going to give it a 6.7 out of 10. They just, I don't know. None of the Jordan 4s recently have really sparked my interest besides the blank canvases. So I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, sticking to the what name of the you? shoe, I'm going to give it a 4. <laughs> 
Fair enough. All right. Fair Let's bring enough. some Air Forces into the mix. Let's talk about these. So we have the Nike Air Force One Utility in Racer Blue. Interesting. I really like the colors on this. I'm not sure about the silhouette because the midsole is a little different. It has some like kind of carved out grooves, I guess, near the air unit. And it says air like in the middle of the midsole. I'm not too sure about that. I love the color of the outsole. I think it's perfectly aged on the mm -hmm. bottom of the shoe. It looks like it has some text where I, trying to read I don't that. know I what that says, it. but all the little grooves like on the bottom of the Air Force One have text written on them, which seems kind of redundant if you're going to wear the shoe, but you know, mm -hmm. is what it is. Material looks decent. White leather with some canvas mixed in with a blue swoosh. I like it. I think it's clean. Not for me, but what do you think? God, it would be such a good shoe if they just put it on a regular Air Force One silhouette exactly. and then try to get crazy with it. Exactly. Like, the more and more I look at them, they look like fake Air Force Ones. They really like, the do. The swoosh is, like, wavy. The midsole, they put the air all the way in the front where it's not in the back because they have those indents on the midsole. They have text on the bottom. The toe box shape looks really odd to me. It's like I don't know that some of the toe box yeah some of the panels like the toe box panel looks really thick yeah. like I don't know not my favorite I'm gonna give it four and a half out of ten yeah. I mean people are gonna be instead of instead of how many stars are on the bottom people are gonna be like do you have the text on the bottom of these like, <laughs> it's like so how true. much how much wear do these have so yeah I don't know colorway I, I'll give cool it colorway. I'll put it up there pretty high for the colorway but in in general it's a two for me i don't like air force if they gave us that midsole color on the bayou air yes. force ones oh, i would do that so because then you could do the same paneling the same colors and everything and just do it on a regular silhouette but not my favorite yeah is what it is um all right so i think this is the last one on the list that we're going to cover mm -hmm. we just got word i think yesterday that jound is back with New Balance, and this yes. time on the 991. What do you think about that? Beautiful, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. I mean, these are just... I've recently fallen in love with the 991s. I saw a pair at SneakerCon Phoenix. It was the green pair. I'm not exactly sure what the collab was on that pair, yeah. but um, they're beautiful in person. They really are. Jown, so good. The only problem with Jown new balance collabs is they are ridiculously expensive after like a year so if you want to get these definitely get your hands on them asap the brown brown's like one of my favorite colors on shoes um i've had my mocha ones forever now i mean it, great materials great collab great colorway great silhouette 9.1 out of 10 these are like almost perfect the only thing that i would say is the midsole is half white half sale fair if they would have just stuck to one for all of it it would have been higher but that's just a little gripe nothing crazy though i love them what about True. you i'll go a nine out of ten and the only reason it's a nine is because it's a down collab and i know that's gonna push the price through the roof and everyone's gonna lose their mind mm -hmm. over it and if it was a general release shoe none of y'all would be going after this but well, I mean, I would, we would you, be, but yes. And that's funny you say that because, like, the first time I saw the shoe was yesterday, and all I could think about was Charlie's gonna get these. And this is a Charlie shoe, <laughs> exactly. All day the colors just I, and I match everything your aesthetic. Yes, no, I everything about this shoe is beautiful. It's if you take the John name off, I would buy like three pairs, I'd buy as many as I, I would could. wear them so often. Yep. But yeah, once you put Jown on the back of the shoe and like put that name on there, the price immediately skyrockets because it's one of those collabs that all the resellers, once you put Jown on it, they're like, oh, New Balance. Like I never go for New Balance, but Jown New Balance is resell for a ton. So we're all going to go for those. Like that's it, supply and demand. Like yeah. if you want to get a bunch of people interested in it, put a Jown name on it. But it's like, I wish they didn't because I love Jown stuff, but like. Same. If it was like ALD or CDG or like kind of a lower collab, yeah. Like then John New Balances, like that's next to like the original Salehi Benberry New Balances, like 
down New Balances sell for the most. So I agree. Yeah, when I first saw them, someone posted these pictures on Instagram yesterday. I saw them. Immediately, I was like, these are amazing. I have to get them. Scrolled down, saw it was Jown, and I was like, well, I'm not getting these. <laughs> yeah, those are Curses $600, $700. Like, <laughs> exactly. So, the worst. Awesome. Well, that's all we well, had sweet. for that. Anything that's else? That's all you I got. You got anything cover? else? No, we're solid. Awesome. Well, all right. thank you for tuning in to episode four of the Beyond Kicks podcast. Remember to like this, subscribe. And leave us a little Drop review. A review. It would be awesome. Yes. We love reviews. And give it five stars if yes. you think it deserves five stars. Next episode, we will read the most recent review. I love it. The most recent good review. If it's like a meme review, we're not going to read it because then it would just be dumb. I might but. read it. I love <laughs> memes. We'll see. All right. We might do that then. If you, you can write a meme review but still give us five stars and then it helps us. But if you give us one star and like completely meme us, then... I don't know about that, but exactly. <laughs> stay tuned to our socials because we will be announcing who the guest is for the next podcast in the next few days. Write a list of questions, any questions you guys have that you want us to ask, and we'll go over them. But plus, we will be posting clips from this podcast. So if you've made it this far, then you've probably seen all the clips, obviously. But if you, yeah, I guess I'm not talking to share the people them to your that friends if haven't you see listened. It. Exactly. There you go. Repost them if you like them or you agree with something or add your comments to them now that you've listened to the entire podcast. Exactly. Thank you for riding with us. And until next time, peace. Peace out.